This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to So Worth It. So today I'm recording video again. You guys, this is painful for me, painful. You're listening to this on the podcast, so you can't see my awkward video, but I'm I'm still at it. I am still at it. You can check out my social media if you wanted to see why we're recording this podcast in video because we're repurposing little bits and pieces of this um, recording into little snippets of video for social media. That's the whole plan. So there's a little sneak peek behind my own personal marketing plan for the podcast. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is because I am seeing my video right now as I'm speaking and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I took a shower this morning. I was not going to take a shower today. Today, I'm recording this on Thursday, like I usually do. And I had not planned in my schedule to take a shower. I was like, this is the one day I'm not going to do it. I've gotten up and gotten ready every other morning and I'm just going to chill. I put on a ball cap for my meeting with my team today because I had crazy workout hair. And then I looked at my calendar and I was like, oh no. I'm recording today. I do have to take a shower. So I took one of those lovely middle of the day showers and that was actually uh, quite enjoyable. So anyway, today I want to talk about the five things that our most successful clients are doing in their business, in their marketing. It kind of all is intertwined, but I'm, I guess I'm speaking more specifically to their marketing. I get this question a lot about what is working right now when it comes to ads, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to online business. And so I sat down and made some notes about the most successful clients or the clients that we're working with that are having the most success. Okay. And I've got five things for you. So number one, this one is so, is going to sound so boring, but it is so, so true and so important. And that is that they are sending consistent emails, right? I mean, I'm talking every week, at least once a week, a consistent email to their email list. Now, this is something that I try to model in my own business for my clients. I send out one piece, at least one piece of content every week. And that is the email announcing this week's podcast episode. And so sometimes I'll st- I'll tell a story in it, in the email. Sometimes I'll share a snippet from the podcast. Sometimes it is a direct, go listen now. What are you waiting for? What are you even, what are you even doing with your life? Go listen to the episode. Um, but it is consistent. It's every single week. And this is what we see with our clients. Your email list, they want to hear from you and you need to stay top of mind to them. If they are not seeing your name and your face, your little avatar in their inbox, 
then when you do go to email them for a promotion or something, they're going to be like, who is this? <laughs> so we've got to stay top of mind. And not only that, but we want to train our subscribers, our email list to be opening our emails. If your email is always blah, boring, and just full of junk or only promotions, then you are training them not to ever open your emails. So your subject lines and your content better be interesting, exciting, enticing, or just have some kind of value in it for your reader. So consistent emails is the number one thing that our most successful clients are doing. Number two is that we have a lot of clients that launch, okay? We work almost exclusively with online businesses and they like to launch. And that means that we've got a specific time period for open enrollment, right? It opens and it closes. That's typically how a launch works. And there's usually a webinar or something like that feeding into the launch. So our most successful clients are having success repackaging their launches. It's funny because this is something that I'm still having to convince some of our other clients to do. They want to use the same thing they've always done and just continue to just try try to bang the heck out of it. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of what uh, runs through my mind when I think of just reusing the same launch everything. And so when I talk about repackaging their launches, what they're doing is freshening it up. So maybe the landing page gets a minor rebranding or the workshop name gets updated. You guys, it can be almost the exact same content. It's just that it maybe has a more seasonal approach or it has, um, like I said, a new title or something more timely. Or maybe it has a pop culture, pop culture reference or something like that, something timely. And this is a great way to re, not just repurpose your content, but kind of repurpose your launch or freshen up your launch just by renaming, maybe changing some subject lines, maybe massaging some of your email content or updating your sales page. If you are launching and relaunching and using the same thing over and over, people are going to become a little, it's going to become a little tone deaf, I guess. It's like, okay, we've already heard this and people aren't going to be paying attention as much. So our most successful clients recognize this and they say, okay, how can we keep this fresh? How can we just put a little bit more life into this, revive this and, and make it interesting to people again? Okay. The third thing is frequent communication with the marketing team. Now, these are my clients that I'm talking about, and we are a marketing team. We are a marketing agency. We run Facebook ads. We manage a lot of different aspects of launches and marketing and all of the things. And one thing that we've noticed is that there are really two kinds of clients when it comes to um, communicating with us. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. And one of them is they communicate with their own team. And then once a month or twice a month, maybe we'll get on a call 
and they'll update us as to what changes they are making on their end that we have to now catch up with. And the challenging thing about this is that when we have a strategy call, let's say with our client, we determine what we determine the direction that the marketing is taking. And then my team goes and gets to work on creating copy or creating this or that for that direction. Now, if we don't have communication with the client between that and the next call, which it, it just depends on the situation. Um, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Then our client could be meeting with their team and meeting with their own brain <laughs> because they're probably visionaries and visionaries are always coming up with new ideas, right? And they are evolving this idea in their head, but they're not, we're not evolving with them. We're not going to evolve until we get on the next call and they tell us what has changed. And that's really challenging. And it doesn't make them feel successful because they feel like we're always behind the curve and it doesn't make us feel successful or really be able to help our clients in the way that we want to, because we are always behind the curve. Um, but there's another kind of client. And the second kind of client is looking for our feedback, is looking for our support, is looping us in, but also seeking, um, I guess, feedback or, or guidance, right? They know that we work with a lot of different businesses, a lot of different clients. We've put together a lot of marketing and that we have a lot of ideas and data to draw from. I mean, we run millions of dollars in ad spend every year, and that is a lot of data to pull from. So that client that is, is seeking our support with their ideas, involving us in their strategy, in their thoughts, in their pivots, in their um, the growth of um, their idea from this little tiny thing into whatever it's evolving into. When they're involving their marketing team, when they are communicating with us, that makes them more successful because we can move with them. I hope that makes sense. Okay. The fourth thing is post-launch debrief. Okay. It's very tempting as a business owner to launch and then just move on, right? But the best, most successful clients are doing post-launch debriefs. And, and we do these for our clients as well. But after a launch, reviewing the numbers and making those notes about what worked, what didn't work, and what we would do next. Because guess what? They're probably going to do it again. And we don't want to make the same mistakes or we don't want to leave all of those optimizations on the table. Because if we see, oh, this could have really helped people show up more, or this could have improved the conversion rate on the sales page. If we wait until the next time they launch, we may have forgotten that. We may have changed something to com something completely different. And then that makes things all, all different, challenging. <laughs> I don't even have words for that. <laughs> Sometimes clients will launch and then decide to do something completely different next time. And it's like, oh man, but we have so much information as to what worked and what has the potential for working or how we could make it work better. Why would you just want to scrap all of that? So going through a post-launch debrief is really valuable um, to moving forward and having more successful launches 
in the future. The other thing our most successful clients are doing, the fifth thing is that they are staying visible. This is actually very similar to the number one thing where I said consistent emails, but staying visible means that they aren't going and hiding in a hole somewhere in between launches or in between emails or in between social posts or whatever it is that they are making a concerted effort to stay in front of their ideal audience. And that doesn't matter if that is an organic effort, which in my opinion is a little exhausting because you have to constantly be creating content, but that's okay. Organic works. That doesn't matter if that is email or social media or paid traffic or paid ads. So we actually run a lot of ads for visibility for our clients. And I like to think of it like shopping for a car. I use this analogy a lot and I was really reminded of it over the summer because that's when I was shopping for a car and I was noticing the car that I wanted on the road everywhere. And it, it reminded me of this visibility strategy. It's like when you find something that you like, and then all of a sudden you're seeing it everywhere. So like a car, you go shopping for a new car, and then all of a sudden you see that car on the road everywhere. Funny enough, side note, <laughs> I, I like a lot of side notes. Um, if this was a book, it would be a footnote. <laughs> um, I actually ended up not buying the car that I wanted because it was on the road everywhere. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. I thought, oh, geez, too many people have this car. But in terms of staying visible online, we want people to feel like, dang, this chick is everywhere or this person is everywhere or whatever. Um, because that keeps you top of mind to your ideal customer. That makes you look legit when they're seeing you in different places or seeing you repeatedly. As long as it's not too, too much it and doesn't become annoying. But I can tell you that there are some people, some business owners that I see every single day online because either I'm getting an ad or I'm seeing their organic social. And I would never think to myself, I see them too much. That's just not even a thing. I'm just interested. I follow them for a reason. I'm interested in what they're up to and what tips they have for me or whatever, whatever value they have to deliver. So those are the five things our most successful clients are doing. So just to recap, one, sending consistent emails. Two, repackaging their launches. Three, communicating frequently with their marketing team. Four, doing post-launch debriefs. And five, staying visible every day in their business, even in between launches. So I hope you found this episode super informative and helpful. If you did, I would love if you would head over to iTunes and give us a review. Reviews are the number one way that people find out about this podcast, and I'd love to get our message out to more people. So stay tuned for the next episode. Till then, bye for now. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, 
and just being you. I can't wait until next time.